0: Everybody and welcome to the Maya Minds podcast. I'm your host George, and here at Maya Minds, we want to demystify mental health and make sharing mainstream within the exercising and sporting community. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Maya Minds podcast. I'm your host, George, and today I am here with Luke Burrows. Luke, how are you?
1: I'm really good, thank you, man. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to it all day.
0: Oh, awesome! Ah, so have I. Thank you. Um, well, we spoke we spoke uh, recently, and we were talking about your, um, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, your community. Um, and you know, your your story seems really interesting, and and it, it's a bit of a, a different spin to what we we normally talk about. And I th- I just think it'll be a really interesting thing for people to to, you know, listen to, um, and I'm, yeah, I'm really kind of, ha- I'm really happy to have you on and I'm, I'm excited to, to get into the conversation with you. Uh, so, so to start Luke, you're the founder of grow together, um, which is a kind of, um, well, I suppose you, you can explain it better, but it's a community of people trying to, you know, create a, like positive change within themselves and to, you know, to, to, to grow. As, as, it, as it says a to grow together can you explain yeah. to the people at home more about grow together and how it works
1: of course so um yeah i created grow together a couple of years ago well three years ago actually um had the idea back in 2017 but then I started to take action on it in 2018 um i'm really the kind of i'm sure we'll get more more into like the backstory behind it um but really i after a lot of kind of failures um uh wanted to connect with like-minded people who were just starting their personal growth like journeys um because you know that's kind of where i was at or you know they're basically they're invested in their personal growth so i want to create a community of people like-minded people who were invested in their personal growth um and didn't necessarily want to take the traditional path of like doing things you know Mm -hmm. so you know college uh well school college uni get a job work work my job for um i don't know 40 50 plus years retire you know ultimately so i wanted to create that type of community um that's where grow together was born and um yeah i've been running that ever, ever since we have a podcast as well and really we help people to become a better version of themselves and um, our mission um is to it's obviously to help people to do that but i believe that if we all start to embrace this kind of personal growth journey which I believe is just like a way of life ultimately then as a collective we can like raise I say like raise human consciousness you know and for me that's only a good thing you know like as as human beings like we become more aware to things more more conscious to things in our own lives and in the world in general um I believe then that will create ultimately create a a better world so that's kind of like the the north star the big mission um and yeah in terms of our day-to-day work my day-to-day work um a lot of content creation a lot of working with people um we have a like a consultant side um then then we have the content side so yeah th- th- there's a lot of things going on and yeah it's all driven towards ultimately that mission
0: and it, it's such a kind of positive message this idea of you know we're all going to drive each other forward together and we're there for each other and i really love that and um, when when you say when you talk about this idea of, of raising consciousness do, do you mean i'm just checking my understanding do you mean kind of like um being aware of ourselves and like mindful of ourselves is that what you mean
1: yeah so so ultimately um I mean that that that's become like my favorite word of like 2021 right like everywhere I turn or every like training or podcast I listen to like the word consciousness just comes up and so yeah it's just really about the awareness you know so obviously that starts with ourselves so self awareness and then kind of expanding that out um yeah so like self-awareness like connecting with our inner selves, and then and then how then we like connect with others and um like the the energy kind of, kind of give off and and everything as well but yeah it just like comes back to becoming a better version of yourself ultimately um and yeah consciousness or awareness or 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 you know whatever you uh you ultimately want to
0: call it yeah, can I just say I apologise to everyone listening at home and to you, Luke, for someone just walking into my lounge. There, uh, the issues of lockdown life and not having a, a separate office, people just walk in. Uh, but yeah, that that is an awesome explanation, and thank you, thank you very much. I I'm a big kind of advocate for mindfulness myself, and um, I it reminds me of there's a book I read, and I can't think what it's called. Um, it's called it's Prometheus Rising which is a very like um, interesting yeah. name of a book. Have you have you read it or have you heard of it? I haven't. yet. I haven't yet, but I think I might have to now. <laughs> yeah, it's it, honestly it's the I just just for the record, I do not condone everything they talk about in the book. There's a lot of um the writer—it's such an interesting idea. It's this idea of—he, of I think it's twelve stages of consciousness in the, hu- in, the mm. in humans, and he talks a lot about like taking drugs to discover these levels and, and so. Some some of it, you know, I, I don't want to condone that through this podcast, um, but it's just a very interesting book, and I think especially the first four levels are something that I. Um, still find really interesting to this day and i I couldn't quote it and I'm not going to attempt to now because I haven't read it for a long time, but it's still something that I think about are these um ideas of um yeah these levels of consciousness and these levels of of living creatures and what differs um, what are, what what aspects of these levels are different in each person and how we differ from like animals uh, it's very it's really interesting we definitely would recommend reading it um it's something i read to a lot of people who are into that whole mindfulness consciousness thing it's quite a, it's quite an interesting book it's a little bit weird which is always interesting so um yeah sounds good yeah oh yeah would 100% good. recommend um so as, as a man who is so focused on personal growth and, you know, trying to push other people's personal growth and, you know, you just seem like an overall just very positive human being. I think some people could, you know, seem that, you know, to others that it actually it's just always been positive for you. And um, but I know from the last time we we spoke that there was a period of time where you were struggling.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm.
0: could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So basically, most of my late teen life, you know, so like 17, 18, 19, and early 20s, actually, um, yeah, just kind of really stuck in the states of like depression and anxiety. Um, so I kind of faced that for it was probably was like four to five years o- overall. Um, I'm really, you know, it was a combination of trying to find my own way in the world, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, had this deep sense of like, what's my purpose? You know, like that question kept coming into my my mind. Like, what's my purpose? What am I doing here? Again, I believe that there was more to life like Mm -hmm. than than, like what we all see ultimately, like especially what I was experiencing. So I was working like a nine to five job. It was just very crap ultimately, like I'll be completely honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like it just wasn't motivating. It just, you know, just like being in that rut ultimately Um, contributed to that. There was lots of force of stuff going on with friends and social groups, et cetera. I've never been your traditional young person, you know, like going out clubbing or drinking or anything like this. So, but when you grow up around people who are very much into those things, then that becomes a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then internally it was like, well, am I normal? Like, you know, everyone else is doing this, but kind of like this inner calling, like inner knowing that that is is not... for me ultimately and so that was hard and just i think just overall just the combination of lots of different things over time when you don't then deal with them contributed to me hitting those um quite dark places of like anxiety depression etc so you know i faced that for about three f- yeah four or five years um you know at one point like i couldn't even walk into a supermarket because you know i would had like a panic attack you know yeah. and so how I got then got started to get out of that was through personal growth was through personal development, you know, um, like guys, so I'm not a doctor, but for me, I also believed that taking medication or taking pills, wasn't going to solve the root of the problem. You know, like it would solve the, some of the feelings ultimately, like in the moment maybe, but it's actually going to solve the root of the problem. No, because I had to look within myself to deal with my own insecurities to deal with the own things that were causing those physical symptoms to to kind of happen you know yeah um and so ultimately personal growth working on myself personal development just discovering you know more about myself you know that's always a lifelong journey um ultimately helped me to overcome those states and then move forward towards the future and um, obviously now I'll create that vision for the for the future while you know we're still um working to that every day. So um yeah like that's um you know that was one of my lowest points and it was a combination of lots of different things that that added up to that
0: ultimately. Yeah. And I I 100 percent resonate with the idea of um just not not being a nine to five person like just not being able to do like I can I can work I like I, I work a lot um but I just can't have that like that structure it just it drives me insane and, and I don't know if you're if you're the same here but there was a period of time where I kind of um was critical of myself because I thought I'm just not as like hard working or like I just I felt like the, the maybe I'm not you know, I'm I'm weaker than these people because I can't mm. do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially with like the outside kind of stigma, I suppose that gets attached with younger people and especially the gener, like the millennial generation. Um, I yeah, I can definitely see see that. Um, for me, yeah, it was just more like I was working a job that I hated. You know, like so I would drive the long way around to get to work on purpose because I knew I was going to be late (laughs) because I didn't want to spend you know like a minute longer than I had to spend there you know and so um yeah I just like hated what I was doing and yeah I completely agree in in the sense that um just the whole structure of it really like I probably work more than I do if I worked at a nine to five but it's like today I didn't start any like business work or anything to about I think it was like 10 o'clock um you know I I, then you know and then I would probably so yeah I didn't start to like 10 um but then you know half 11 if I wanted to go and do something I could you know just having that option just having that choice you know I'm not necessarily although most of my work is still on like here on my desk like I'm able to go and do other other things you know like I'm able to Go for a walk, you know, to to break up the day. I mean, but just just that freedom ultimately to do other different things rather than being being at desk, but in this building where like I have to pretty much stay there ultimately, just like that confinement. So look, I probably work a more than I do than if I would work at under five, but I'm in control of that, um, and I and you know the work I enjoy a lot more. Than what I was doing before, um, and ultimately I'm in control of uh, of what I do. So, um, yeah, just the whole kind of structure wasn't for me. Um, but you know, it took a, a few years to start to listen to my inner self that was uh, that was you know t- telling me that. But um, yeah, uh, some you know for some reason I uh, I didn't listen. So. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah well it's a. Uh, it's just it's again it's one of those things isn't it that i think you learn as you kind of delve into yourself and um in regards to the kind of uh, antidepressants and and drugs and stuff i i do i agree i do agree um i personally am on antidepressants um but i i i as far as i'm aware again i'm no doctor either but as far as i'm aware they're they're the the design of them is to put, to help you get into a state where you can, you know, go to therapy and, and, and have mm-hmm. something it. you know, they're, they're there because, um, you know, sometimes you're in a position where you can't even go to therapy or you can't, you know, my, my thing is I can't sleep. Um, because I get, I, sometimes I get so anxious. That I just can't sleep. So mine helped me just to sleep. Um, so I think, I, you know, I don't think there's any issue in taking them, but I do also agree with you that, you know, that, um, the, the next step the progression from there should be you know trying to seek help or you know trying to work on yourself and and that's that's where you kind of went down um is was there uh, my question is what was there a point where like is there maybe a, a memory that you have of where you were in that kind of depressive anxiety state and you decide and you kind of made that switch to you know now wanting to to grow and to to have this progression and just that moment where it just all of a sudden felt okay is there a moment
1: yeah um so I think it was like a crossover ultimately because when I was starting to come across like the personal development personal development books and everything I was obviously reading them and so fascinated by what I was learning and reading and everything and then starting to like apply into my own life and And that um, I was still in like some of those anxious states ultimately you know because I was was still in the environments that caused the most anxiety you know I was still working the job you know that I hated you know so like although I was learning some of these strategies the reality still was that I still was hating something that I was doing you know I was becoming more aware to that and then looking for other options I, I I suppose then obviously that's when I kind of came across entrepreneurship as well um so yeah I think it was more of a transition from like over time I don't think there was ever a moment a moment um thinking back yeah so yeah I would say it was more kind of over time um and I would say like over a period of like 12 to 18 months you know like I was in a some deep kind of you know like a deep uh anxious severe place right so it took a lot and a long time for me then to change my own or start to change my own thinking to then get out of that um and yeah I just think with a lot of like the personal growth practices and like it just takes time you know you you start to see some early results so for me like when I was doing um meditation etc like that started to to help but then when I actually seen so the funny thing with with that was so I was doing it and then I stopped doing it and then it was only when I went back to it the second time was then I noticed how much I missed it if that makes sense Mm. um so then you know I kind of played around with with a lot of kind of different things just to find what worked for me so um yeah I think it was more of like a transition I don't I don't think I could have like put a moment where yeah I don't think there was like a defining moment with that
0: yeah and i think that's the same with i think that's the same with a lot of people and kind of when i asked that question i was almost expecting that answer um and i do think um it's interesting because i i see um what what my minds focus on and what grow together focus on almost like um i think we're accomplishing the same thing but we're going at it from the two different sides so if you look at maybe you know um like meant men, being mentally ill or you know, ha- having like <clears throat> lower well-being on one side of the scale and having a higher well-being on the other side of the scale i feel like the the kind of education around mental health and the kind of um preventative stuff that we in my own minds look at we're kind of we're almost like pushing somebody across mm-hmm. and then i feel like the the um like progressing in in growth and and working on yourself is almost like pulling it like so i'm going from one side and you're going from the other side i'm pushing you're pulling um so you know i feel like we're doing we're doing the same thing just from different aspects so it's really interesting to to hear how you explain personal growth as something that happens over long term and maybe there are kind of ups Mm. and downs and i would describe you know um uh, working on your mental health is, is the same thing it's a it's a tra- it's a slow transition and there are ups and downs there are moments of lapses where things don't go how you expect etc um does that does that make sense to you when i say that yeah it does and i you know and i love that concept um
1: i would say like also um kind of touching on what we were just talking about as well was well, i don't believe there was one defining moment I remember like individual moments that I think helped to that, you know, transformation or, you know, that transition ultimately. So like, for example, when I finally left from, left the nine to five, that was just like, like a huge kind of like weight off my shoulders, you know, when, um, so the people that I was hanging around, when I kind of realized that and become more acceptive of the fact that actually we're different people and so I'm gonna to have to spend less time with them and then ultimately you know we just kind of drifted apart as well because for so long you know I was just trying like, trying to hang on you know because obviously like it's your friends right like you grew up with them so I think throughout my journey there was moments that helped with the personal growth but yeah I don't think there was like one defining moment um just a few just a few ultimately come to mind and, and they're important you know because you learn lessons in these moments and you and just thinking back those moments have, have um have served in, in reflection it's like okay what have i learned from those moments and they, you know there's some gold potentially golden lessons there
0: mm, yeah and yeah i think i i agree with you i think um you know like like we say is it's definitely a a transition over time but you have i feel like the things that you remember often those um, are the most important moments or like you say the moments Mm. where you learn something where something gets kind of almost it's almost like uh something gets attached to your personality like something gets slapped Mm. on and you remember you think oh shit that's this is a thing (laughs) like and i think you remember that moment so you're like leaving your job oh shit i don't have to do that anymore that's great um you know moving away from your friends, which can be, can be terrifying, especially when you have, you know, like childhood friends who you were really close with and, and, you know, you, you both just kind of drift apart and, you know, you just, maybe they're just not good for you. Um, mm. It can be a really scary concept kind of, you know, moving, moving away. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, I can, I can feel that. And um, obviously it had a, such an impact on you and, and it was such an important factor. So, I want, I also, uh, one thing we spoke about last time we spoke when we had kind of a a mini chat beforehand. um, On this podcast, a lot of the times, we hear the negative sides of exercise and like the exercise addiction, compulsive exercise and stuff. And I often get accused of being someone who thinks exercise is a terrible thing and no one should ever do it. And that is not the case. Uh, I exercise, you know, most, like maybe not most days, but like four or five times a week and stuff. You know, I'm not, I don't hate it. I think it's great. And you have a very positive outlook on exercise. So I think it's really nice that we're going to, you know, have a, um, you know that's here that side so as far as mm-hmm. i'm as far as i'm aware anyway uh, maybe maybe i'm completely wrong now and this will be very embarrassing but um you know i believe exercise actually was a big help for you in your kind of process yep. with the mental health so could you tell us mm-hmm. a bit about that sure
1: so i kind of um I haven't necessarily come up with this concept but i just kind of was looked at um that time that period in my life and was like okay what contributed me to also being in those states right and, and looking at it you know I wasn't eating the most best I suppose ultimately <laughs> um I wasn't exercising and I wasn't getting enough hours sleep and so I kind of looked at that and I thought to myself hmm like those in my mind anyway are like the free basic kind of needs in, in, in a way, you know, like we know the way that we need to eat well, like to fuel our bodies, you know, nutrition, et cetera. We know we need to sleep um, well and get X amount of hours for sleep, like for us to to thrive. So we know sleep's important and we know physical activity and exercise is, is important as well. And if I'm not doing any of these three things, if I'm binge watching Netflix, if I'm binge watching kind of just crap TV, and eating crap and you know and then getting into these negative thought patterns of feeling feeling sorry for myself because I hate my job you know it's like something had something ultimately had to change so um for me over time I started to change them exercise was one that um I started right pretty, pretty much right away so I started going running um, and I'll be honest with you, like that was a huge help. Again, the same with meditation. When I stopped doing that, like I felt um different just 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 different to when I would like do it, you know, like go for a run to, to to when I would just like sit around, you know, and so then I made it a habit. Um to I think I started off, you know, I'd go for a run um three times a week you know, start there, build there. Um, and then last year, and then, so, you know, I was doing that for about three years, ultimately. Like, just, you know, I'd run for um, three times a week, something, maybe four times or so something like that. And then last year is when I really, actually, in, in the opportunity I found in lockdown, um, because I wasn't, obviously... Not that I was a huge traveler anyway, but, you know, my, what I do sometimes would take me like around kind of, you know, places. Um, And so I was just at home even more. And yeah, I just found the opportunity. I had more time to pretty much look at that and go to the next level. Ultimately, it has, as I've seen it in my mind. Um, So I used that opportunity to then up that to five times a week, um so i'd go running like every weekday and then just have have the weekends kind of off um and then yeah beginning of this year as well i've also more optimized my my exercise kind of routine and create a bit more balance with with running because that's pretty much what i was doing a lot with like resistance training and everything now as well so um yeah, the other year i've kind of found a bit more balance between that because before yeah i was just doing oh yeah i was just doing like the cardio stuff um but yeah, like especially in the in the early days, um, I noticed a huge improvement um, and effect that
0: that had on my mental well-being. I think I think a big a big way that exercise can um, be an assist with, especially with when you're kind of struggling with maybe you know self worth issues or you know this, these kind of you know, issues around your 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 own self, is there can be little wins like, you know, if you, if you go for a, a, a run or you, you do a, a little workout for me, especially, um, I, I love lifting. I'm, I'm not a cardio man. I can't, like, I just, I'm not designed <laughs> to run. Um, <laughs> I'm not designed for it. Um, but you know, just sometimes when I'm feeling a bit crap and I feel like nothing's going for me, like nothing's coming off. Um, <clears throat> I, I do like a mini work, even, even if it's like 10 minutes of a couple, like a few press-ups and some sit-ups or something just to feel like, you know, oh, I did a workout, even though I felt a bit crap, I got a workout in and I actually feel a bit better now because, you know, I've accomplished something. It's a, it's a something I can tick off the list of things that I'd, I'd want to do today. Um, that's a big bonus for me. Did you have a similar experience with that? Yeah. Um.
1: No, I think for me, like a huge part of why I found it helpful and still find it helpful now, it was just like being more outside, you know, like being in nature ultimately. Um, you know, where I live is actually quite in the countryside. So there's, um, you know, lots of trees and stuff. And, <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, on the other side of that, lots of huge hills, which um, when you're trying to run back up them isn't the easiest. So, mm. um, you know, so that kind of pushed me, I, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I think for me it was like being outside. Also the kind of the sense of not necessarily escaping my challenges or anything, but when I like even still now, like when I come back from a run or something, I have, my mind is just a lot more clearer, you know? My and so I then so then when I have a more clearer mind, then I can focus better. Um and then, you know, kind of thinking back then you know then i started to i think in a way like it helped with perspective as well yeah. um as well you know like when you come back from a run like you've been out you've cleared your mind you could you can kind of come back and then i could kind of look at areas that i wanted to improve you know i'm not in that state of feeling sorry for myself anymore you know i'm mm-hmm. not in that anger frustration state i'm not even in those states of anxiety because i've kind of cleared that energy i suppose um so yeah that's kind of how I found it helpful for me um and still do 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 you know still do now like I suppose like now I continue to keep up with it more for because um you know I want to be in like the best shape that I can be Mm -hmm. when I first started it was more to help me with what I was experiencing with anxiety so I feel like the purpose behind it has changed um yeah because now you know again like the purpose is know i want to become the best version of myself like if i'm preaching that to other people i need to do do the same and your health and fitness is 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 one of those categories one of those areas of life that you know to see how i can become better in in that area um so yeah that's kind of where my focus is is now
0: yeah and i think um one of the the big things there that i notice is when you're describing it, you describe it almost in the kind of positive feedback loop. So you, you say that you mm. get these nice things from it. So then you, you want to do it because it feels good and it makes you feel clearer and stuff. And that, that's the the best headspace to be in with exercise. And, um, the, 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 the issues that we often see, um, through exercises when it turns into a negative feedback loop where people think oh I have to do it otherwise something bad's going to happen but you know the, the I think the reason you've got this positivity around it is because you see yourself as oh you know I feeling a bit bad so I know exercise will make me feel a bit good so I'm going to do that or you know or mm. I exercise because I, I want to you know improve my fitness or you know you you see the you see it as a as a positive making tool rather than a mm. um pulling yourself away from negatives which is is the kind of I think the the goal for everyone to aim for with their exercise and I, I think that's brilliant. With that, I think that you know like I don't want anyone to be mistaken. Like I do
1: have days where I don't want to go. You know I, you know I, I do have days where I don't want to go for that run. But then it's like kicking into like self-discipline and I know that it's gonna benefit me ultimately like I know it's gonna help me, you know? Um So, you know, it's not like it's like every day I'm just like waking up and be like, yes, run day, or, or or, with like now what I'm doing with like resistance training and stuff, like it's freaking hard, man. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm there just like pushing myself through it um, because I I know the benefits to it. But I understand kind of what you're like, you're saying as well. And I think like when it becomes an unhealthy obsession, um then that's when like it starts to become more negative i guess and obviously you're kind of the expert there but you know i don't want people to be mistaken like there's also that that self-discipline side that i've had to develop as well um throughout my health and fitness journey ultimately you know um because there's not you know especially like in in the winter you know when it's like snowing outside and it's like okay you know run day or you know it's like really <laughs> like 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 you know it's like minus two outside like I, of course my, when i wake up in the morning my my first reaction is uh like do i can i really be bothered to go but then now i don't even listen to that little voice in my mind and i just go i do it i come back i crack on weird with my day you know so yeah. um there's also like that self-discipline sometimes to to kind of push through that voicing in your, in your, in your mind that um, sometimes may just want comfort, but growth doesn't always come from, from comfort, which I think Mm. we, we
0: all know it kind of comes from stepping outside that comfort zone. Mm. And yeah, and that, again, that's another thing that I often, get accused of or, or kind of questioned on is because I, I talk a lot about the idea of, you know, obsession and, and just, and, you know, disordered practices around exercise. People say, so can't, so can't someone push themselves and still so, absolutely you can. There's it, mm-hmm. but like you're, you're a great example of that. Of some days you feel like you, you don't want to, or you, whatever, but you, you know, that the positive, the goals that you have or the positives that you're trying to achieve will come from you, going out and doing it and, and pushing yourself a bit harder and, and things like that. And and that, that's the, the key to that kind of, and it, I, it's easier said than done. I know for people listening who are, you know, going struggling with, you know, exercise dependence and disordered eating stuff, I'm not trying to say that it's easy, but, you know, I think Luke is a great example of, you know, he does it because he knows the positives that are going to come from it. And he, and he, and he strives for those positives rather than Mm. trying to defend yourself from a negative, which is, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great example. And it's nice that I'm speaking to you about this because I feel like it's a, it's a, it's, it's good for me to be able to get it off that, you know, because people, like I said, people always question me and say, (laughs) Oh, you're not allowed to push yourself. Yes, you are. And the issue is the reasons behind it. Um, But yeah, you seem Mm. like a great example of a, as a, of a good version of that. Yeah. Thank you, man. Like, but you know, I understand um, the work that
1: you do and I think it's, I think it's needed ultimately. Mm. So, um, you know, that's why, I, you know, I love, I love everything that you're doing. I would say like, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, like none of us are perfect. There might have been one or two thoughts i've had sometimes that could be on the compulsive side as well because i'm Mm -hmm. so focused on how do i become better you know like Mm -hmm. i really like i don't want to be 90 years old and have all these lists of regrets on like well i didn't do this when i was 25 or i didn't do this when i was you know 30 and so um whatever i can do kind of like now i think maybe the difference I, i i don't know just thought i'd share this is that if i like have the like negative kind of thought I don't then go down that negative path of thinking, you know, which then can come back to our behavior. I mean, again, you're, you're probably much more of an expert on this than, than I am. Um, but I think like just our, on the first conversation we had and now this, like sometimes, you know, I think we will have in some way, like if, if it's in health and fitness or in some area of our life, you know, we all have these ne- negative thoughts, but then it's like detaching yourself from your thoughts almost, mm-hmm. um, and and so yeah, um, I hope that's kind of valuable in some way. But it I also is, just want to kind, of, kind of kind of share that as well. But then you know I don't necessarily go down that that you know that uh, negative thought cycle, which takes time to mm. you know, which is to, which is taking time to to kind of do.
0: Yeah, and I think um, thank first of all, thank you for sharing that. And I, I think that's that's a really important point because. Um, with with kind of all things in mental health i'm i'm a big believer that everything's on a spectrum and i think i don't i don't think it's a belief i just think it's true um you know for the the classic example the one that i i teach about often is with disordered eating and I know that's not really what we're talking about here but um you on one spectrum on one side of the spectrum you have a full-blown eating disorder Um, and on the other side you have a completely healthy mind someone who's completely fine with how they look doesn't think about food at all but There's not one person listening to this podcast who, at some stage, has not been a bit concerned about how their body looks, or done a bit of yo-yo dieting, or you know, um, you cut out some kind of food group and felt a bit anxiety about eating some kind of foods or something. Everyone goes through it because it's just society at the moment, and I believe it's the same with exercise. You know, on one side we have full-blown exercise addiction. On the other side, we have a completely healthy attitude towards exercise. And occasionally we might move across a little bit, like you, like you say, you might have that little thought, um, but you have those tools in place that I want to ask you a bit about moving forward in the podcast, but you have these tools in place that help, you know, when you do move up a bit towards maybe a little bit exercise addiction, you can pull yourself back and, and you, like you said, pull yourself away from that thought and, and see it in a different light. Yeah,
1: um definitely. Um yeah, I think every you know, things aren't always just black and white, you know. And I think you know that's that's kind of ultimately what, what you know what we're sharing here. You kind of have, have the grey, like, you know, the different shades of grey and, and everything. So um so yeah, you know, you know, that's that's part of it. And um I think it's it's it kind of maybe it comes back to the consciousness point, you know, just being like more aware ultimately to where you are on this kind of spectrum and okay so I'm more on this side like how you know what are some things that I can do to kind of change that and 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 you know so yeah for me everything in in a way comes back to awareness as well because that's how you know once we're aware of something we can change it
0: yeah and and I I, yeah I I think I think we have a, a I think you from the way you're speaking I think we have a similar outlook on on the whole spectrum thing and I think there are two kind of ways of looking at mental illness or mental health. And I think both are equally valid, but I think, um, they're, they're, they're both really important. and We need both sides. Mm. Um, so there's, there's the one, which is the, the binary kind of the, the scientific term. I've spoke about this on a recent podcast. So Sorry people who listen to that podcast, but there's the, there's the scientific, the scientific term is kind of pathogenic. So you have, an illness and you have not having that illness and you have things that make people go into it and come out of it. And you try and fix the people who have the illness, you try and make sure they don't have it anymore. And people who don't have it, you make sure they don't get it. So, you know, there's that binary look at it, but there's also the, the term salutogenic approach, which is looking at it as this spectrum where people move across it. And instead what we do is we install like coping mechanisms and and ways of dealing with the the kind of progression towards one side or the other and trying to pull people back slowly towards that healthy side so when a stressor comes in or something happens that makes you a bit anxious or a bit whatever and you move across towards that kind of negative side of the spectrum you we teach people mindfulness we teach people these different coping mechanisms or even just raising their awareness to the idea that this thing can happen can then make people it increases their what's called health literacy and it could help people actually move back towards that that kind of positive side of the spectrum um so i kind of have a i have a question Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> um, so the kind of next question I had um, planned up and I think is a really good segue here is that one, one of the things that I think is great about exercise is the fact that it's kind of a goal setting tool. It's something that helps people mm. progress. And I know that you're a big fan of um, progression and growing, obviously, as we've spoken about. Um, do you have tips for people listening who you know, might be in a low place and want to try and get, you know, start having that grow together attitude, I suppose? Yeah, sure. Just one quick point based on, on, on what you were, she
1: shared previously before the question was, um, I definitely think like even mental health is that spectrum. Right. But I kind of look at it as, uh, in terms of like mental well-being, you know, like because we all have that side to us and to our lives, you know, like our mental health, our mental well-being. I think sometimes that I don't, I don't know if you found this in the work that you do, that people kind of look at it as like you either have mental health or you don't. You know, it's like what like you know, we we all like you know, we all have mental well-being, right? Um, and again, and then it comes back to kind of like that that spectrum. Um, and and maybe I don't know how familiar you're with like the growth mindset. Um, but I, I read I read a book, uh like one of the first personal development books I read that kind of that basically the book was about obviously growth mindset and kind of saying that we can have a growth mindset in like one area of our life. so let's just say with I don't know our relationships you know we're very growth minded in our relationships but when it comes to our career we're very fixed minded you know and I just kind of came to me that maybe it could be the same with our mental well-being as well you know that within our health and fitness we have uh you know it's 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 okay but then when it's in another area of our lives you know um it looks a bit differently so um yeah just a, a thought that kind of came came to me i, I don't know your, your kind of thoughts on that
0: um yeah so, so you mean uh, we could be looking at kind of progressing in one aspect of our life but not necessarily in another is that what you're saying kind
1: of so, so like using um so basically the book kind of was kind of speaking about with the growth mindset was that we we could be very growth minded in our relationships you know but when it comes to our career be very fixed you know have like mm-hmm. a more of a fixed mindset and so it just kind of came to me that maybe the same idea applies to with our mental well-being as well you know that actually when we are you know we because we have different like areas of our life right so when it comes to our health and fitness and with exercise you know we could be on like that more obsessive kind of spectrum um which is then affecting our mental health our mental well-being mm-hmm. but then in another area of our life you know with our uh, career you know we we've got our career sorted you know we love what we do you know we're so sh- like stressed from from our career like we've got that sorted so yeah it, it, was, it was just just an, just an idea um that just kind of came to me that it, it maybe it's the same as if we're looking at it from like a growth, the fixed mindset and growth mindset perspective mm-hmm
0: what what's that what's that book called do you remember it's it's called mindset mindset okay It's called
1: mindset yeah, i'll have to give it a read. i'm
0: not i'm not um well versed in the gross mindset kind of idea okay. I, i'm not yeah. it's not give something of, I've, yeah. I've read before but it's that it sounds very interesting and I'm, I'm i'm always up for reading new books i've recently just finished i feel i feel like um i saw you post about it the inner game of tennis
1: um no no okay maybe
0: i feel like i've seen that somewhere and maybe maybe it wasn't you but it's a great really good book um Mm. and he talks about i forget the i forget the author's name but he talks basically about the the conscious self and the subconscious self Mm. and how he he uses like tennis to explain it but he basically talks about how we need to start trusting the the subconscious self more in everyday life Mm. Um, yeah, so the like he, the example in tennis is, um, you know, someone he's, you know, when you see like when you, I don't know if you've ever played tennis or you, whatever, but you know, some, sometime, sometimes sometimes you, you're playing and you, if you're not thinking about it, you just kind of it's you see it in every sport and everything, like you get in the zone, so to speak, where yeah, you just yeah. you're not really thinking about what you're doing, but for some reason, everything's just going really well. And he speaks about how that's kind of your subconscious self just figuring things out as it yeah. goes. And that it's very good at doing that, Um, but then our self one or or, our kind of conscious self tries to um, think about it or tries to um, intervene, and then things go wrong because our conscious self can't concentrate on enough things at once. Um, And it's just a a very interesting book. And you kind of you speaking about that then just for some reason made me think about it. But yeah, it's really really cool read it's kind of like um i will get to your question
1: after this um it, it it yeah it was it's kind of like when i first came across the uh understanding the conscious and um subconscious was there was an example around like have you have you ever driven a car and then got to your destination and then looked back and thought, how the hell did I get here? You know, um, like that used to, that used to happen sometimes to me at work, you know, because I was doing that journey so often you, like your subconscious mind picks it up. So it just reminded me with, with the tennis example.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it is. It's the, that whole kind of concept is something that really interests me. And I, I love the yeah. idea of the, there's another book that I've read called bounce and um, by a guy called Matthew side, um, who is a, oh yes, ex, ex- yeah, yeah. ping pong, Um, England player. Mm. Um, And that's very interesting. And he talks about how um, there's this rule of seven. It's actually, it's kind of Mm. like five to nine, but basically your brain at one point can only concentrate on uh, approximately seven things. It's usually five, five to nine things at once. Um, It's very interesting. And he talks about how people uh, um, who break like memory world records, like the most amount of numbers memorized in a, in a in a go, um, they basically they somehow they put it in their, the way they put it in their brain is they amalgamate all those numbers into. So instead of thinking of like one, two, three, four, they think of like, um, one hundred and twenty three thousand four hundred and fifty six or something wow. you know so then so then instead it's it, instead of those six numbers it's one number and then we you know can that. remember yeah. does that make sense um but yeah we've gone completely off topic here so i'm gonna ask Sorry, you guys my no, guys. no, my no. Phone, guys. <laughs> it's fine I, I i like going off topic but i am really interested to hear your um answer mm-hmm. to this question so going back as we said do you have any tips for to help people who are in that low place who might want to start coming out of it
1: yeah, I mean, but I think it's so... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, I mean, like ideas are coming to me, you know. The challenge is it's so, like, personal that in a way my overriding kind of advice, if, if you like, or tips would be to start to look inwards so start to do like the inner work you know like if you're feet because i think that will also raise the awareness for then you to start to change you know so like for me um oh i'm feeling anxious when i get in the car and drive to work like why is that like get to the root cause of that you know because if we you know if we're able to get to the root cause of that then we can change it and then the root causes you know like so often you know things are like so surface level and we don't get to the root cause of things you know and then we wonder why we still feel the same way or Mm -hmm. our behavior is still in the same way because we haven't got to the root cause of it you know and that and that that in itself is a journey journey you know like i still have have so many like insecurities and right and stuff you know that i'm still working on um because they like they don't change overnight so my, my tips would be to start the journey of actually looking internally around maybe things that make you anxious, things that maybe things, you know, you just don't like, you know, maybe things that kind of the opposite of that, like piss you off, you know, like, you you know, um, and really get your back up. Like, okay, why does that annoy annoy, annoy me? You know, becoming a bit more like aware, self-aware, um, emotionally intelligent etc mm-hmm. because then once you kind of again ad- address the root causes then um then you know you know what the root cause is and focus your time and energy on that um and I think that would be the starting point for for people ultimately I'm also very um a person that's very much about like creating a vision for our life as well because I feel like there was a quote I seen on social media probably about a year ago and it was... Um, and it's kind of linked to vision, but it was like, our passions are the light that pull us out from darkness or something like that. Um, nice. But... But by starting to go inwards as well, like maybe you can identify actually what I'm, what am I passionate about? Like who am I? So it's all kind of that inner, like I call it, I call it like the inner work, mm. whereby yes you're working on the things that maybe make you anxious, like looking at the root causes there, but also starting to discover who who you are, like so what you stand for, um, you know what what your core beliefs, what your life yeah life values, and and things you like you're passionate about as well. So mm. I think it's like the 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 two kind of approaches like the two type of strategies like work on the work on the emotions around like anxiety if you're feeling anxious around something or stress around something like what's the root causes, while also starting to pursue uh your passions and becoming more aware of like the things you you love to do and etc because they're often the things that can pull us out of darkness as well
0: yeah and I, I i i that's a great answer um i i it reminds me of um, when you're saying talk, like kind of your your own interest, your own passions, your, your things. It reminds me of an exercise I, I got sent recently um, from my friend Joss. Hi, Joss, if you're listening. Um, she sent me this um, this values exercise, and it's basically it asks you to um, – highlight what you value in your life so if you vil- value um like nature if you value relationships if you value humor if you value you know, these things that you value um in your life um and then you can kind of look at how you're living your life like what you're doing every day and, and if they actually mm. match to what you you want
1: That's interesting george yeah
0: so sorry sorry to interrupt there was one there was
1: a program i started um beginning of the year and the, and there's one section around happiness right and it was an exercise pretty much exactly the same to what you're what you saying but you write down the things that make you happy and then look on the things that make you happy and actually your life and it just makes sense you know like afterwards I was thinking huh to live a more happier life do the things that make you happy you know it's like you know it's not necessarily rocket science but obviously so often we get kind of sucked into the uh busyness and kind of cycle of life so it's the same with values obviously like you were sharing and um and you yeah, know the things you enjoy the things that make you happy as well
0: yeah and I, th- I think i think the you know it it isn't rocket science but i think sometimes the most obvious things are actually the the hardest ones to grasp and i know that you're you said that you're a, a meditator and, and i am myself and i think sometimes the things that you um kind of recognize when you when you meditate and you're thinking about how you're thinking or or i journal quite a lot and when i write down stuff about how i think and what's going on um sometimes you have these kind of epiphanies don't you these like you write something you're like why am i doing like why am i doing that or like what how how have i not realized that that this is going on like this like something can be so chaotic in your head and so and there's so much anxiety and as soon as you write it down you're like what like why why was i so worried Mm yeah
1: i mean meditation journaling still things i do today like every morning game changes man like you know who would have thought you know mm. that just writing down just thoughts and just things on my mind and yeah you know would have been such of a great strategy to implement and so so if people are like well you know like george i'm not a writer when i first started i was doing voice notes mm. voice memos even even sorry voice memos into my phone you know i just kind of sit there sit there just like this you know yeah just like yeah <laughs> talking away i swear my my parents and my brother like walked past my room and just thought i was talking to myself <laughs> kind of was but you know but you know it, it was it's kind of a bigger purpose around it you know so if people don't like writing then do you know um voice memos or you know yeah. if you like video i don't know do it on camera i don't, don't know you know but i think just getting. Sometimes that stuff out is 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 really important, and uh, yeah, journaling for me has been a game changer as well.
0: Yeah, I think I think as well that the the idea of the the voice memo and the and, and writing stuff down, one thing that you know, if if people are at that barrier of being too scared to tell people about something. You you can tell it to yourself mm. first and see how you react, and then you know maybe <clears throat> listen back and see how it how it hears or you know what what it's like to listen to someone say that and and you understand maybe you'll you'll kind of see a different perspective on it and it, it's worth like why not try it like that's that's kind of my thing it's especially if you're doing a voice memo it's going to take you thirty seconds to say it if like maximum and um, why not just do yeah. those thirty seconds and you know just see what happens. And I think I think a lot of people will um, be surprised the positives that come from it. Definitely.
1: So, yeah, so it's been it's been amazing.
0: Yeah, thank thank you so much, Luke, for for coming on the podcast. We've been speaking for nearly an hour now, so I'm going to start to kind wow. of wrap <laughs> things up <laughs> with the with the closing questions. So, I asked these three questions yeah. to everyone, um, and I yeah we'll go we'll go straight into it. So, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question one. A person, real or fictional, who has inspired you. Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay, who is that?
1: So, uh, for those who don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, he is a serial entrepreneur, um, content creator, international speaker. Just yeah, uh, an entrepreneur at heart. I would, I would recommend George. After we're done here, go on Instagram. Type in Gary V. V. E. E. That's his um, like, that's his brand name. I'm gonna do um, it right now. Do it right now. Start, yeah. Start follow, following him. He's not everyone's cup of tea, but he but he shares some really interesting perspectives on, on life, and I've learned a lot from him. One thing actually, which is why um, I'm actually always and always try to be optimistic. You know, it's something I learned from him. He shared this kind of fact, I suppose, um, or you know, this kind of concept of the chances of being a human being is like four hundred trillion to one, you know. And when he shared that, I was like, wow, like that's just so crazy, you know. Which mm. in me just cemented like deep gratitude, which is why I'm mostly optimistic, like all the time. Would try and be. and just positive and look for solutions rather than focusing on the problems and just kind of all, all these different things, because like that, just that deep gratitude within me for the ultimate gift of being human, you know, like being me, you know, like with all my imperfections and everything, you know? And so that was one idea and perspective on looking at life I got from him. Um, Mm. And I think it's a pretty awesome one, to be honest.
0: Yeah, biased, it, it, but... yeah, no, it really, you know, it really does sound amazing. I've given him a, I've given him a follow, so I'll have to, I'll check him out and let you know what I think. So, question two: a moment in your life that you didn't like at the time, but looking back now, you know that positives came from it. I think, in a way, what we spoke about throughout
1: my journey, ultimately, like I didn't want to experience anxiety, panic attacks, or anything, but I think in reflection it made me a a stronger person so I would I would say that those dark times led to me um because I like I had the intuition beforehand like there was more to life you know but I think actually going through that experience pushed me to pursue what that was um if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. before I hit the hit the point of anxiety and depression like because that, that was in, maybe that was kind of part of it you know like this deep kind of need and want okay what's my purpose like it has to be more like, but what is that for me go through that period of like depression or anxiety etc come out the other end of like okay i know i know my mission i know what you know i stand for etc and building and creating a life where i live by that every single day um I, you know i don't know what would happen if i didn't go through that difficult time it wasn't the best time like you know but I learned so much through that
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: um for those lessons yeah again I'll be grateful for those lessons
0: and that's kind of the reason I love that question is so often when I ask that to people they say it's the time when they were struggling with their mental health and then now they see that actually positives have come from it and I think the reason I love that is because, you know, if people are listening to this podcast, I know that some people do when they're they're struggling and they want, you know, just want some inspiration or you know whatever. Um, you know, maybe you can, you know, I I feel, you know, if there's a message in from this podcast, you know, from that question is that everyone on, on here always speaks about how the dark place is actually led to positive. So if you are in a dark place, you know, it does. It does become positive eventually. You know, it, it doesn't. It's not always an easy route, but it does get there. So, quite yeah, well, So, sorry. George, I would add to that. Sorry, I would. Add,
1: what I would add to that is that it can become positive eventually. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I had to do a lot of freaking work. Mm. You know, like a lot of work on myself. Like I had to go deep into like these insecurities. And maybe some people like right now they aren't ready to kind of do that. And that's absolutely fine. You know, they, they have to be ready to do that. Um but it's not an easy journey. But like we're mm-hmm. saying, is that you learn so you know, you learn good lessons from that. And if you're willing to kind of go through that, then there are there are positives to come from it. And from that, it will make you a stronger person for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a good message as well as the fact that, you know, if you are starting that journey, don't expect it to be, um, you know, I think, I think a lot of the times people start that, you know, trying to work on their mental health, you know, they try stuff and then it doesn't always, it doesn't, because it never does work out like it's mm. perfectly, you never just, oh, oh, I'm fine now. You know, there are lots of um, trials and, and tribulations, I think mm. that's the word you say, Um, like these dips and bumps and ups and downs. Um, yeah, ups and downs. And and so it is normal. So, you know, if you are, again, if you're a person who's maybe in that journey and you, you're experiencing a bit of a dip no matter how dark that dip might be you know, we both have experienced them too and we know that it, it is difficult it is hard and um, mm. just please just do keep keep going because you're doing you're doing great um so number three the final question a phrase to live by a phrase to live by um
1: so i live by the phrase um and again it's not sometimes sometimes it's hard and i don't always do it but
0: is expect nothing appreciate everything expect nothing appreciate everything that's that's nice i like that so it's the idea of yeah everything that happens to you can you know you're kind of turning into a positive you're you're appreciating everything that happens that's fantastic that's a really good um yeah a good message to to go with and to yeah to a, a phrase to live by as the question is thank you i don't feel like we need to add anything to that um luke it's been fantastic having you on um it's been a great conversation i hope you've enjoyed it i have man it's been a pleasure thank you so much i uh, love the conversation
1: and um yeah you're, you're doing good work so keep it up um i hope the podcast and everything is a huge success and no doubt we're we'll do some more stuff together future collaborations and stuff because i think um yeah i think there's a lot more work
0: we could do absolutely absolutely and the same goes to you i I love the the grow together message and everything you're doing um thank you everybody listening at home or wherever you are and i hope you tune in for the next one next week bye thank you so much for listening to that episode here at my minds we're trying to raise awareness for all the things that we speak about in this podcast so please if you can give it a share each and every one of you has the potential to help us with that also if you want to check out myminds.com please do you can see all our social media things on there and we'd love to have you contributing more as a part of our community thank you